Welcome to European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on the EU strategy for the Alpine region. The Alpine region is home to 80 million European citizens, and while it's one of the largest economic and productive regions in Europe, as well as an attractive tourist destination, it also faces major challenges. That's why the seven countries and 48 regions involved in the EU strategy for the Alpine region are working together to overcome these challenges and secure the region's sustainable development. Want to know more? Tour the Alps with us. Often called Europe's water tower, the Alps are known worldwide for their natural beauty, varied landscapes, rich biodiversity and cultural heritage. But this unique territory faces major challenges, most notably sustainability. Human activity and climate change are putting the Alps' rich natural resources at risk. In the last 150 years, temperatures have increased by nearly 2 degrees Celsius in the region, almost twice as much as the global average. If this trend continues... Glaciers that have already lost half of their ice volume could lose all of it in less than 100 years. Apart from the obvious effects on the water cycle and natural environment, this could also have catastrophic effects on the winter tourism sector, as ski resorts in the Alps attract millions of snow sports fans from all over the world, which also, however, translates into highly congested motorways. The region is indeed a key transport node linking the four points of the European compass, But there are other important challenges linked to contrasting realities and imbalances between the various territories of the region. Notably demographic trends such as ageing and depopulation, the isolation of certain territories, a lack of competitiveness and innovation or energy supply, to mention just a few. So better cooperation between the regions and states is needed to tackle those challenges. But what role does the EU play? Stay with us. Building on the previous strategies for the Baltic Sea, the Danube and the Adriatic and Ionian regions, the EU launched a strategy for the Alpine region in 2016. Macro-regional strategies of this kind provide a framework for cooperation between the different countries and regions in a macro-region, allowing them to work better together across borders to find common solutions to common problems. The Alpine strategy covers three areas of action – economic growth and innovation, mobility and connectivity, and environment and energy. But it also addresses governance and institutional capacity. In line with the three no's rule, no new EU funds, no additional EU formal structures, and no EU legislation, actors must use existing EU and national funding instruments to leverage more capital and achieve the strategy's objectives. And there's no lack of EU funds and programmes to be used, from the structural and investment funds to Horizon 2020, the Connecting Europe facility, the LIFE programme or the European Fund for Strategic Investments. So is the programme bearing fruit? Stay with us. The European Parliament believes that the experience of the Alpine strategy to date already proves that the macro-regional concept can be successfully applied to more developed regions, and it provides a good example of a model strategy for territorial cohesion, as it simultaneously incorporates productive areas, mountainous areas, rural areas, and some of the most important and highly developed cities in the EU. For the Parliament, the strategy offers a platform to jointly address challenges like climate change, demography, biodiversity loss, migration, sustainable tourism and agriculture, energy supply, transport and mobility and the digital divide. And it calls on stakeholders to boost funds for environmental actions aimed at addressing the consequences of climate change. Although there is a marked gap between urban and rural mountainous areas, the Alpine region shows a high level of socioeconomic interdependence and disparities between participating countries in terms of funding and capacity, something which also causes tensions in other macro 
regional strategies seem to be less of an issue here. Furthermore, the strong implication of local and regional actors since the start of the Alpine strategy is a key element of its success. So there's a lesson to be learned here for other future macro-regional strategies. Indeed, so what are the prospects for the future? Well, as negotiations on the future EU budget continue, the European Parliament and the other EU institutions are pushing for stronger links between the macro-regional objectives and EU policies and priorities, and stress the importance of aligning them with Europe's sustainability and climate goals. And because we get better results when we pursue the same goals, the Parliament has also called on stakeholders to seek synergies between regional, national and European funding and to ensure there's a long-term vision for the region. So that future generations can still marvel at the beauty and dynamism of this unique corner of Europe. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts.